Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. Welcome again to Reflect the Life You Want podcast. This is Tim Howard, your host, and I am especially excited today to have the dynamic duo of my co-author of the Mirror Book Project, Maria Spears, who's been a guest on the show before, and her co-host of the Girl Water Your Grass podcast, Mrs. Mary Catherine, better known as M.K. Waffen. So welcome to the show, ladies. Hi. Wow, thank you. <laughs> this is going to be a very special episode. I've uh, been talking about this idea of freedom, especially, Maria, you and I have had a number of conversations about this uh, in our, our book collaboration. And uh, Mary Catherine, you and I were on, I was on your podcast as a guest giving a little testimonial after you guys did some emotional processing stuff. We were talking about freedom. So I was very excited about this subject. I just think it has so much power and can do so much good for each and every person as they step into living a greater life of freedom. So I look at you two ladies as experts, as strategic mindset coaches, and to help our listeners to better understand the concept of freedom. Thank you. So Maria, you've been on the show before, but for uh, maybe some of our guests that haven't been with us, Give us a brief background of your life and journey and uh, what brought you to doing what you're doing now. Yeah, so I have a background in mentorship, speaking, different aspects of coaching in the health and fitness nutrition field, as well as uh, I'm a musician and have always done some aspect of coaching for over 20 years now. It's, it's just, you know, it's been a huge part of my life in different aspects. And then several years ago, flipped into the strategic mindset coaching sphere, uh, which I have absolutely loved. And in that process, MK and I started a podcast. You know, you and I started working on this book project. Yeah. And yeah, so there's just been a lot of development over the last several years <laughs> taking off. Well, you've become someone who's uh, not only my friend and collaborator, but someone that inspires me to, to live out a life of freedom each and every day and be better and better as a person, as I show up in the world. MK, tell us about the amazing uh, MK Wathen, your background, your history, and how you and Maria hooked up and got together and doing what you guys are doing. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having a, having me. It's an honor to be here. Um, like he said, I'm Mary Catherine Wathen, and I, like Maria, grew up in a family of six. We both have five brothers each, and we hail from the bluegrass state of Kentucky, which is sort of <laughs> the the opening of our podcast, right? Um, and we, I have been blessed to know this angel, Maria, uh, yes. most of my life. So we fell out of touch and got reconnected, really just God. I mean, it's, it's total divine providence that, that reconnected us. And we, uh, the premise of our podcast is that God's dreams are so much bigger than our own. Mm -hmm. And freedom goes with that, right? As you step into freedom that you will see um, when we step out on tr trust and let go and let God, that his dreams are bigger than our own and that we feel more free than we ever have. Um, so I'm now married um, and have six children of my own, sort of uh, the, the recreation of what I came from. And I have been blessed to have a lot of different hats in the business world. I've been in corporate America and worked for a Fortune 100 company um, for several years. And then 
own my own. I was as an entrepreneur, my own monogramming retail gift shop for a decade and have always like Maria coached, um, really since college and, in different aspects, right? In different avenues. And then really just went full-time into this a few years back. And it, like Maria, again, has blessed me so much. But I just feel so blessed to be working with her. And just, um, she truly is a sister and a friend. And, and I feel like she's a sister I never have. We talk, we talk about that a lot because we both grew up with all these brothers. And so um, we can probably finish each other's sentences. And she just has, has blessed me so much. So super excited for whatever God has for us as we continue moving forward with our call. Well, the Girl Water Your Grass podcast comes out every Friday morning. I, even though it's intended specifically for the ladies, I enjoy it a great deal, and I'm always learning something from you. And, and we take all the men. We love men. We all grew up with men. We just say, girl, water your grass, girl, but it's really grass. applicable to the human person. Like, yeah. your grass will be greener where, where you water it. Yeah. Yeah. If you, so all the men, my, come on down. Yeah. For my listeners who haven't had a chance to listen to that, please check it out. Um, so I just want to tee up this idea. Maria, you and I really were talking a number of times about some different things that related to this concept of freedom. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of ask for each of you, what does that mean to you, Maria? Why don't you get us started? Then MK, what does this idea of freedom mean and how is that impacting your life and the ladies and others that you're coaching? Yeah, I am a huge freedom advocate in, for so many reasons and on so many levels. But at, at the heart of freedom is that in order, you know, anyone who knows me knows that I really operate out of this space. I, I, there's this quote that, you know, what is your dash going to be? There's a poem based around yeah. called The Dash. And it's, you know, from the day you're born to the day that you die. What What is that space between? And I've always said that when I die, I just wanted to say that she loved you know, mm. that's it. Like she loved as long as that's on there, that that was portrayed that I have lived a, a good life, you know, that I loved God, that I loved my family, that I loved those around me, um, that I loved the stranger on the street that I encountered for 10 seconds, that they walked away being impacted by love. And because of that, in order for love to be present, there has to be freedom. If you're being forced to do something, there's not love there. You know, those two cannot coexist. And so, or cannot, you know, the, the lack of freedom does not tie in with love. In order for love right. to be there, there has to be freedom. Those two, those have to be together. Otherwise, love's not present. And so for me, freedom is such a huge thing is because that creates a space for love to be present. Thank you very so much. Good. And, and you do you live love. Been, yeah, if you spent Absolutely. any time around her, you leave with this light and love that you have never felt before. Maria radiates light and love, and it's it's so true. She really does make you feel more loved than you could ever imagine. So I love that. That's so much of, of what I think as well. But, you know, I think about that quote that freedom is not it's doing not what you want, but doing what you ought. Mm -hmm. And I think that that speaks so much to when we are surrendering our life to God and doing what we ought we will step into more freedom and more love, right? Because the rules are made to set us free. Yes. And wh how God tells us to live is all about freedom because it's what's best for us. And I think a lot of times we look at that with boundaries, but it's actually created for us, for love, out of love, in order to set us free. And so to me, just living that virtuous life and, and being who God has created you to be and really intentionally appreciating each day, taking it as a gift and stepping into what God has for you will lead you to more and more freedom as you step into that call. 
That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. The dash and the ought. Yeah. Well, I have put together a number of questions, and I'm, I'm going to go really, and I know you guys really try to do this well on the Girl Water Your Grass podcast, is really get down to practical. So I'm going to ask a few questions for you guys to answer for our listeners. And uh, I know I'm going to learn something, and I know they're going to learn something, too, that's going to bless their lives. So I'm going to share some questions with you. And then um, if – and I think I'll tee this up with you, Maria, initially. One one of the things I learned from you, we were working through some things on the the book project, and there was something in the way I asked a question Mm -hmm. that the way it landed on you, it it didn't – it didn't land well, and I had no idea that, that the way I was asking a question could be more effective for you. I just asked, please do something, and it came across as almost like a demand or something as opposed to. And it was funny is the way you asked me to change how I might ask a question of you was like 180 degrees out from the way I ever would have thought. I would have thought that would have been a horrible way to ask yeah. a question of you. So it was really cool that we had this understanding and increased level of awareness with one another, but also we close this communication gap. And it's mm-hmm. had a huge impact on me. It's like, now, whenever I'm asking you of anything, I think about that, but I'm also, everybody else I ask a question now, I think about, how do I ask this question in a way mm-hmm. that there's more freedom in it? Yeah. So it's like, okay, this is one, another one of those things I've learned from you, you inspired me to, uh, to grow and, and be a better version of myself. So from a really practical standpoint, can you give some examples of uh, maybe in your own life or some, some of the people that you're coaching now, what's, what's a change that can be made or what's something in your own life that is you're living more from a space of freedom? Yeah, so one of the things I, I think we, we can live our life like there's um, – based off of people's expectations, you know, based off of our parents' expectations, our friends' expectations, our coworkers' expectations, so much of that. And, you know, and, and something, you know, I, I've had different clients who they'll come and they feel like, well, I, I have to do this because of this, this person and that person and these expectations, right? And, there's a couple different ways to look at that. On the one hand, you could say, well, okay, let's, I can change the thinking. And instead of saying, I have to do this because of blah, 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 right? Which takes away freedom. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, I get to do this, which creates actually like, well, I'm choosing to do this because I get to. And ultimately, we're always choosing, right? Technically speaking, you don't have to do anything. We were talking about that on um, one, of my, one of my coaching groups recently where this discussion of, you know, we have several moms in there. And, you know, I, and we were laughing because I was like, technically, because they're like, well, I have to make dinner and I have to do this and I have to do laundry. Technically speaking, you don't have to do those things. Now, if you don't, there are consequences <laughs> and some big consequences, right? However, looking at it, one, it can be from a space of freedom of actually, I don't have to do those, but I am actually choosing to do those because I love my children. Because I love my family, because I, you know, but one is a mental shift. And then the other is when you're looking at your life and you're looking at the different things you do, you're looking to say, what do I actually want to say yes to? And what am I doing? Because it's just default or because I feel pressured or because I feel, because I think there's been a lot of moments in my life where I have done things just because I felt pressured versus actually, no, like I really want to choose this 
because this is something I want to do. Not everyone's going to like this. Not everyone's going to approve. Not everyone's going to. And again, we were kind of talking about that um, in this coaching group this week about this idea that sometimes not everyone's going to appreciate it, want it, agree, et cetera. Um, but when in that freedom, you're stepping in and making a choice because you feel like that's what your, you know, God wants for you. That's what you decided that you want for your life, that the, it seems like the right thing, whatever. And so for me, that's super practically, practically it's looking and saying, what do I want to say yes to? And, and, and if it's something that maybe I don't love saying yes to, but I, you know, for the sake of love, I'm going to choose to do that. Then I'm going to shift my mindset on that. And I think MK is phenomenal with, as far as like with, with, that choosing love and shifting love, you know, she does so much with, you know, she has six kids and she's working in business and all these things. And, and she's also constantly loving on people. I mean, everyone you meet on, she's like, yeah, well, I just popped over there and just brought soup to my neighbor because she wasn't feeling good. And she's just loved on a little bit. Well, when <laughs> ahead of this show, um, yeah. we talked about, you know, the title of the show is Reflect the Life You Want. And that's the theme mm -hmm. of our mirror book, Reflect the Life You Want. And yeah. ahead of the show, I was asking you, you know, what kind of space does freedom really fit in for you? And for you, Maria, you emphasize that, you know, love, yeah. love yourself, let it let you know that others uh, are loved. And then MK, you s kind of focused in on maybe more the energize my thoughts towards that which I intend to be. So same question for you is, you know, what are some things that really from a practical level as you have shifted and grown in understanding of what does this mean for you in your own life? some changes maybe you've made or some things that you're doing differently or how you're coaching or whatnot? Well, you know, I really think, um, a lot of it is like you say, from your thoughts. And to me, what has really helped me in my freedom has been boundaries. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's something I needed a lot of help with was not being that Marie and I have spent so much time talking about this, but not being a yes girl to everything. And just piggybacking on that of like, is your yes a full yes? Even if you're 75% of the way in, if it's not a heck yes, then it's a no. Yeah. Right. And so you can't be everything to everyone. And with every yes that we say, we say no to something else. Mm -hmm. And what I have really found in my life is that I was saying yes to so many things that were outside of my children and family. And so Maria has helped me so much in coaching of like, yeah. yes, but that is not, you know, that's not what is best for your family right now. And so you don't have to be everything to everyone, nor are you supposed to be. That is only the savior, right? So you're not yeah. the savior. Let me remind you. And so really just, Learning that boundaries are not mean and boundaries are not meant to be um, condescending or to cut people off, but they actually are love and they put you into more of a space of freedom, right? Mm. So boundaries yeah. are a huge thing. And if you haven't read uh, Dr. Henry Cloud's book on boundaries, it is phenomenal. You will yeah. learn so much on okay. how actually God calls us to have boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, um, I mean, there's gates to get into heaven, but hell's wide open, people. <laughs> Yes, it is. Well, thank you both for sharing that. And I, I, th I think I recall, MK, you even talking about one time about like the, the numbers of coffee socials you used to do and having to. You just have to say no. I mean, I love doing no. it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But then you're kind of chaotic in your life and I didn't get the school done and there's no, there's peanut butter and jelly again for dinner. Yeah. And, you know, you just, you have to say no to the good so that you can say yes to the great. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably my spiritual director had told me years ago, you know, you mm -hmm. have to say no to the good of loving on all these people so that you can say yes to the greater of your family. And Mother Teresa tells us, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God has 
me in this situation where I have been blessed with six children and have to remember that is my priority over, I mean, you know, ordered correctly, right? God, yes. then marriage, then family, and then from there, what good can we do in the world? So right. it's been a challenge for me, but one that I'm uh, working on and going to continue to work on. That's excellent. Well, the, the next question I had was, you know, again, kind of get practical and more specific to the degree that you're willing to and able to. Is Maria, what, where's an area in your life where you specifically have stepped into more freedom recently as you're growing in awareness and, and really trying to live this out in your own life? Yeah. So I sat down back in, I think it was over the summer, and I sat down because I felt like I, um, I had gotten a lot of momentum going in coaching and, it, and honestly in so many different areas of my life because there's a lot of different things that I've done work-wise. Because she knows everything about everything. That's why. <laughs> because I, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've never worked a nine-to-five job. And so I, I'm very good at getting stuff rolling and, and running with all the things. However, that does not mean that it is sustainable in the long run or that there is peace incorporated into that. And so I started looking at my life and started saying, okay, I am doing all these things. And yeah, they're all great things. They're wonderful things. However, if I want to be more intentional with downtime, mm. with some of my relationships, with uh, maybe a hobby, with you know different things, what do I actually legit want to say yes to? And what, what you know, kind of what, what MK said. What is a heck yes? And what is a uh, I like it, but I don't love it. And, and I literally, I took a piece of paper out and I started writing down, here are the things that I want to be full in. And here are the things that, I mean, it's been nice, but I, I don't want to keep saying yes to that. And so I ended up, I had to have several hard conversations with people and said, Hey, you know, I, I just, I can no longer commit to this. Like I'm a cheerleader for you. I love you. I care about you, you know, um, but I can't, I can't give a full yes to this and it's not fair to you and your company and your, you know, ministry and your whatever, whatever. And it's not fair to me. And so that's been probably one of the biggest spaces that in the way of stepping into freedom and, and a full yes is really looking and evaluating what is my full yes in freedom. And then what were some of the things I was saying yes to, cause I kind of felt like I had to, or like I needed to versus actually, yeah, there's going to be sacrifices no matter which, but I want to say yes to this. Well, you and talked about, has- I was going to say, if you have to have a difficult conversation, Maria, it's like so loving. You don't even know that it was a difficult conversation. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> well, you know, I I think uh, for me, we talked about when we, we first time you were on the show, we talked about the launch of the book project collaboration mm-hmm. and, you know, this idea of saying, uh, giving a full yes and saying yes to it. And, and I'm, I'm incredibly grateful that you not only said yes to that, but you've stayed committed to that for me personally because it's so important what we're working on and hopefully it's going to impact lots of lives and mk you've had the opportunity to review that and give us some feedback and we're working on some of that feedback now so um and i'm grateful for both of you to saying yes to being on the show as a guest today because i think this the the things that you're sharing right now are going to touch people's lives and help people to understand and think about things maybe a little differently it it, it certainly has shifted my thinking Mm -hmm. um in recent months, especially as uh, talked about this and thought more about it. What's, what's that look like in a real, in real terms? What does that look like in my life? So MK for you again, you know, what is something that as you've developed this and you talked a little bit about it, but you know, what is something else specifically maybe 
that you've stepped into greater freedom for yourself as you've come to understand? You talked a little bit about boundaries. You know, what's another area that's very practical, maybe, that someone, a listener could think about and apply to their life? You know, I think that you have a tickle on your heart and you have something in your, that that's just keeps coming up and keeps coming up. And, mm-hmm. and to me, that's the Holy Spirit inviting mm-hmm. you to step into something. And, um, I always want to be helpful to other people and help people on their things. But, you know, really over the past several months, I, I have realized that I really have my own dream that I want to go all in on and, and it doesn't have to be everyone else's. And so Maria and I have been blessed to partner with two other amazing women and we yeah. have stepped into freedom and developed or started our own company called West of Perfection. And we are super excited about it and where it's going. And we feel like this is what God is calling us to. So it just makes it yeah. so much bigger than us. And yeah. so um, it really has been a step into freedom and it's exciting and it's scary and it's thrilling and it's all the things all yeah. at once. But you know, when you step out and you let go and let God and just surrender it to him. And I think part of the challenge is just being detached from the outcome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's part of, um, of stepping into freedom and it's just been just a blast and it's hard work and it's unknown. Um, but we're just really excited and it has just fueled my soul because it's been a tickle that God has continued to show me just the next right step. And I love the analogy that God's kind of like Siri you know, you're driving on and then all of a sudden you're like, take a right. And it's just right whenever you don't know that he might shift the path that we're trying to just surrender it to him and just really stay um, centered properly and focused on what his plan is for us. But that has been just really exciting and a level, a new level of freedom. Yeah. Well, life. it's exciting to see what the two of you and Aaron and Cecilia are coming up with. And I, you know, just going to keep supporting that and help uh, promote and encourage you guys. Out. Cause West I know. Perfection. Yeah. You're, I know you're making a huge impact in the lives of the ladies that are going through the, the process. I think you guys got another event coming up here real soon. Um, so we've talked a little bit about, you know, freedom and where we're making changes in our lives and whatnot. And I'm curious if there's an area of your life that is still a challenge for you, that you're still working on to seek a greater sense of freedom and what does that look like? How are you working through that? And um, what, again, from a practical standpoint, what is something that is someone, maybe someone is up against something that is still challenging their sense of freedom, that they're truly living that way? What are some in- sources of encouragement or some ideas of how to work on that? How might someone do that? For me, it's homeschool, man. I'm not going to lie. Maria knows it is my sanctification. Um, You know, this is our second year homeschooling, and it is a challenge because I am not called to be a kindergarten teacher. But, you know, if we can just teach them to read by third grade, they can be off to the races on their own. (laughs) I'm teasing. But, uh, no, it's definitely a, a surrender for me, right? And just letting go and let God, because I know mm-hmm. with every fiber of my being that God has called me to this, and He is um, teaching me more patience. I am a type AAA, go go go, you know. And He's calling me to be patient, to, to sit still, to be present, and it is a constant challenge for me. But it's one that I'm ready for. I'm, I've been pressing into. Maria has, has seen me through it, and, and then I also think just. Just realizing that we never arrive, right? Mm -hmm. We are always growing. We're always learning. There are things that we can always be wrong about, Mm -hmm. and we can always learn more and grow more. And so just just embracing that and um, embracing what God has for me today, even if it's not 
what I would want to be doing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Thank you for Love your honesty not, and your vulnerability that. with that because there's a lot of families that uh, are working on it. How about you, Maria? What is, what is something that is still a challenge that you're working on growing mm-hmm. your sense of freedom in? Yeah, I would say having hard conversations. I um, yeah. I have been a uh, a people pleaser for a lot of my life. Yeah. Or geared towards that, and I have um, I do not love the conflict. Not that anyone does, uh, but for some of us, I think it can be a little bit more challenge challenging. And so one of the I would say skill sets and mind shifts for me has been to step into just having hard, honest conversations, right? And mm-hmm. and I think learning how to do that from a place and just a lot of love, but also a lot of honesty. Yeah. I say like, I love you, but you know, and, and I want to understand where you're coming from. And I also want you to understand where I'm coming from, you know? And, yeah. and so just learning, getting better at having those hard conversations. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the last year probably would be a pretty defining thing of like hard conversation after hard conversation um, and not avoiding them or putting them off. Cause again, yeah. before I think I would put it off and be like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll have that later. And then you build up in your mind, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, it's going to be terrible. And then you have it and you're like, oh, that wasn't bad. Okay, <laughs> I can do this. I feel so much better, right? Yeah. So much honesty. Yeah. So um, okay. that's something that more and more has just been really creating a space for a lot of honesty in, my, in every one of my relationships because the more that there's honesty, the more that there's space for connection, the more that there's space for love the more that there's space for a good relationship and so i've just i encourage any of you who struggle with you know people pleasing or or uh or having challenging conversations is to just do it you know the more you think about it, all the times you go around in your head about all the things that could go wrong but what could go right you know what if that was a different shift is actually if i have this conversation what could go right about it and imagine that that's really cool Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a great segue into uh, the final question. Before I, I always have two final questions I get into uh, related to the Reflect the Life You Want, but I wanted to touch on one thing that, be, you know, I really became aware of this even for Maria, you and I were working through some stuff in our collaborations. Like, how have you helped to create with someone else of significance in your life a greater sense of freedom? So because when we're in a relationship, it's always... There's us and another, and we only have control over our own selves. We only have control of our own thoughts and our own actions. But it's like, how do I show up with that greater sense of freedom to potentially impact someone else where they, in turn, can have a greater sense of freedom? I think it's just what she just said. I mean, Maria, honestly, in my life, I feel like Maria is that. Like, I feel like we're so honest with each other, and mm-hmm. we have hard conversations. Mm-hmm. We just had one today. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, literally today. And it was not comfortable, no. but it was so uh, good. And I'm like, I know if I'm having thoughts, like, you know, you have to look at your relationship. I'm yeah. not going to run to someone that hasn't earned that trust and mm-hmm. just say, these are some thoughts I'm having. I'm going to work through them maybe yeah. with Maria or with, or by myself or just with the Lord. But, you know, just having some thoughts and being able to run to her and say, these are thoughts. Maybe I'm off. Yeah. I just want to share with you what's going through my head because I love you so much. And yeah. I definitely could be wrong about this. And it's given me, I feel so safe and so free. There's literally nothing I wouldn't ask this woman. Yeah. I mean, she drove 17 hours to come have dinner with me for my birthday, people. Yeah. She's a real life angel. Yeah. 17 hours. That is a sister. Right. And it brings me to tears because she has brought me to so much freedom. Just feeling that safe and that loved. Yeah. Mm. Roma. I mean, 
Yeah, well, and, and I, I totally agree because, you know, the way that I think when you have those good relationships, like MK, like she loves the people in her life, which yeah. because that creates a space of freedom, it creates a space of understanding, it creates a space to have the hard conversations because it was, it was uncomfortable at the same time. We came out of it being like, I just absolutely love you to be like, you really are my sister. You know, you really are. Mm -hmm. And we came out respecting one another more. We came out understanding one another more, you know, we came out. Um, and I think a lot of times we, we don't realize that in order to create a space of freedom for someone, it's not saying, Hey, you have to do this. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's the difference is one is your hand, you're grasping, your hands are closed towards yourself. The other, your hands are open, right? So there's space for that person to fly. And, and if you're creating space of freedom, it's saying they could choose to walk away. They could choose to go a different direction. And I love them still. And I encourage them still because more than I want what I want, I want their good. I want their joy. I want their happiness and their peace and I want them to know God and love it. And I like, I more than I want what I want. I, you know, love, it love means to will the good of the other. And if I believe that and, I, and I'm living out of that space, then that mean my, means my hands are wide open to every person I encounter, whether it's someone I'm dating, whether it's someone I'm married to, whether it's with a friend or a coworker or a collaborator, like in those things. And it's saying, hey, like mm -hmm. there's a space for you to choose what you need to choose for your life. You know, yeah. and it's and, and you want the good for them, you know, and we hope and pray that it, you know, and that's why those conversations are important because you say, hey, can we work on this together? Hey, can we collaborate on this together? But, um, you know, I, I just think the difference is one, your hands are closed towards yourself and the mm -hmm. other, your hands are open towards the other. Like, I love and I care about you and I want to understand and how can I help you to show up how you want to just as you're wanting to help me show up. I want to. I guess, yeah, one thing with that and, and the freedom is really, really resonant or realizing that we don't know. And I love what Brene Brown says when you walk into those hard conversations saying like the story I'm making up, the yep. story I'm telling myself, yes. it's so helpful because your reality is not my reality. Yep. And so it's just a really great practical pearl. If you have something going on in your life, just remember it's the story you're telling yourself and that may not be what they're telling themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking through it. You always work through it better. It's so much worse when you stay quiet and you're not freedom, right? You're trapped in your own mind. Yeah. So in order to be free, you have to be willing to risk that vulnerability and step out and, and discuss what's going on. Yeah. I'm going to share something, Maria, that I've learned from you. And then I'm going to ask those two final questions. I always ask me, I guess. So the, the, the love of friendship, and you guys, you guys have talked about this quite a bit, this episode, yeah. and how you're like sisters and, and the friendship. And one of the concepts, you know, you had shared the book uh, by C.S. Lewis, The Four Loves, and the, yes. the concept of friendship love, and I never would have thought about that in the same way that I do now that I've learned from you, is that it's, it is the one that is truly a conscious choice. Mm -hmm. It's like if I'm going to truly love the good of the will of the other, it's like that's a conscious choice, just like you guys talking about what whatever you were working through this morning earlier. It's that I love so much, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, for, so I have a sense of freedom, but also for the good of the other person, I'm going to make this choice. I'm going to make this, have this tough conversation that needs mm -hmm. to be had. That is different than a lot of the way the world thinks. Yeah. Uh, and it's like you have to be this way in order for me to love you, or you have to behave a certain way, or you have to think a certain way. 
and if we truly love one another, we really will give each other the freedom to uh, be ourselves, be who we are. So I always ask two questions of our guests, and I'm, probably for the brevity, I'm going to ask you to, one of you to answer one of the questions, one of you to answer the other question, and then I'm going to close this out talking about a little about some of the other stuff you guys got going on with Girl, Water Your Grass and West of Perfection and the Intentional Single and other stuff. So, you know, Reflect the Life You Want is the theme of the mirror book that Maria and I are working on. And it's the t title of this podcast. And I always ask guests, what is something within your own life that you're working on to reflect more the life that you want to live? MK. Sure. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's just slowing down and being more present and really leaning into letting go of control. Mm. And, you know, as having lots of kids very close together, lots of little ones, you almost become... I don't know, militaristic, right? So you can't be letting, as my dad used to say with growing up, you can't be letting the inmates run the asylum, right? Yeah, so you yeah. have like, I mean, truly, you have a schedule and you flow, but just realizing like, just like you were talking to, when you put things into a box, like, yes, we need order in our life. God's mm -hmm. a God of order, not of chaos. I'm not like a free for all, right. but also just leaning in like, okay, not everything has to fit in a box because mm -hmm. that's not freedom either, right? So just leaning into being present, getting down on the level with my kids, um, just allowing them to come into my office if they need to talk to me, even though I'm working and, and having boundaries. Like they know they can't come in right now. We're, we're having an interview and a podcast, but, um, you know, just really being present because I want them to look back and say, gosh, mom was really there for us. And I think too, if you can be there for them when they're seven and are mom, watch this and doing the 17th cartwheel for the day. <laughs> then when they're 17 and are like, mom, I really need to talk about a, this boy that I like, yeah. or, you know, this issue. Um, hopefully they'll remember that she, I wasn't, she wasn't too busy mm -hmm. that I was there to sit and listen and to love on them and just to help them through whatever's going on in their life. Because we could say a cartwheel is not important, but their reality is that this is such a big deal. Yep. Right. And so everybody has their own reality. It's just being present and leaning into loving really intentionally. So good. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. That's so cool. Maria, I'm going to ask you the, the second question I always ask is, and, and MK jokes around you. You know everything about everything, and I've learned so much from you. It's not a joke. It's true. <laughs> she knows quite a bit. Um, well, I always ask the question, if, if you had one piece of wisdom or advice for our listeners that they could reflect more of the life that they want to live in, and it might be something about freedom or it might be something you're learning personally lately, but it's like, what would that one thing that you'd want to impart maybe to a younger version of yourself or a, a listener that they could carry forth in a life from this day forward to reflect more of the life they want? Mm. That's a hard question. <laughs> There's so many. But you know things. everything about everything. That's why she can't pick this one. <laughs> Not at all. Um, I think actually it, it's, it's to say, you know, maybe ask yourself the question, um, could I, could I be wrong about this? You know, mm. could I be wrong about this? Could I be wrong about my assumption of what that person is meaning mm. when they did such yeah. and such? Could I be wrong about, uh, what that person is thinking about me? You know, they must think I'm, I'm ugly or I'm this or that, whatever. Um, and just, you know, could I be wrong about something? Uh, 
because then it, it does create a space for freedom and it creates a space for conversation and curiosity to just get curious. You know, the, you know, the word curious comes from the Greek word to care. And so I think if we get curious about people and their stories and who they are and why they did what they did, rather than jumping to all these assumptions, um, I would just, I think that's what I would say is, you know, get curious and ask yourself, could I be wrong? You know, you shared that concept recently, uh, that one of the root meanings of the word curious, and it had a huge impact on me. It's like, whoa, because sometimes like when we're having conversations and you're processing, you're not sure how to respond, you'll ask a question. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like I, I might have wanted to keep going with the conversation, but it was like, okay, now I've got to share more information. And then it's like, it's like now with that understanding, it's like, oh, she truly wants to understand. She truly cares. She truly loves. She wants to know more about what I'm thinking or what I'm working through that so she can uh, think about how to respond more effectively. Truly, you know, Stephen Covey had the concept of uh, seek first to understand, then to be understood in the seven habits of highly effective people. It's actually a biblical principle, but nobody Mm -hmm. knew it when he wrote it for the secular audience. So caring for another in one way that's evident, and I will always carry go forth now thinking about that is when I get a question mm-hmm. seeking to understand more that there's that curiosity is based on caring for the other and, mm-hmm. and truly loving the other so that's a beautiful concept and I appreciate you sharing it both the first time and today so you guys got a lot going on you've talked a little bit about west of perfection um, Maria and Megan Effelt have the intentional single launching MK, you guys at Western Perfection got another workshop getting ready to launch. So if people want to, and you got Girl Water Your Grass podcast every Friday, which I'm a devout listener to. If it's people, so much fun. It's <laughs> like my favorite thing. It, yeah, it's it is. so fun. Podcasting. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I, you know, I say I think I have more fun and I learn more than anybody else doing this is yes. because I get the opportunity to sit down with people and have these rich, rich conversations. Like, wow. It's a gift, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. So if people want to learn more about what you guys got going on, whether it's Girl Water Your Grass or Western Perfection or whatever, how do they connect with Maria Spears and M.K. Wathen? Well, we have um, Girl Water Your Grass. We're on Instagram at Girl Water Your Grass. We also have our own website, girlwateryourgrass.com. And then we are both on Instagram at Mary Kay Wathen and at Maria Spears 3. Uh, no, just at Maria Spears. It's at Maria Spears, S-P-E-A-R-S, and Wathen W-A-T-H-E-N. And then we're on Facebook. We're, I mean, I have my own website, MaryCatherineWathen.com, with a K. And that's why they call me M-K. And then um, we have a lot of exciting things coming up, rolling out. We're not quite ready to reveal it all, yeah. but it will be very, very soon. And it's some super exciting news. So we would love for you to be part of that. So just check us out. Yeah, come join. Well, I encourage everybody, all the listeners, to check out Girl Water Your Grass. Great podcast every Friday. They have great guests. And they're always talking about something that's applicable in our lives. I'm learning from and applying in my own life. And West of Perfection, you two, along with Aaron and Cecilia, got some great things going on that you're really making an impact on ladies' lives. And it's just been a distinct pleasure to have both of you here together uh, sharing you so what much. you're learning. So fun. Yeah. Thank you. Two amazing ladies. Girl Water Your Grass every Friday. Check it out. 
Check out Maria Spears. Check out MK Walker. We laugh a lot too. We laugh. We cry, as you can tell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. All the things. So, well, it's been I'm a just, total um, pleasure to have both of you here today. And as I always sign off, I say, go out there and live a life of greatness. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.